Hi everyone. Today's topic has three points and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret as to the one thing you definitely don't want to be doing in order to find more readers. So let's get into it. The topic we're discussing today is three ways to find more readers. Now, when you first get your book on the market and you have the desire of finding as many new customers and readers as possible to read your book, you have quite a bit of excitement around that entire process, but then you quickly discover that it is not as easy as you thought and your books simply aren't selling. Therefore, if you're going to find readers for your book, you're going to want to watch this video so you can find out exactly how to go about doing that. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Click the subscribe button if you'd like for me to make more videos like this one and check out below in the description and grab a copy of my absolutely free self-publishing checklist to make sure that you're not skipping any of the important steps necessary to win at the self-publishing game. So let's get into it, finding Cloudberries. Now, before I even start telling you about Cloudberries, I just, the, the story here, uh, I wanted to just explain that a cloudberry is something in Norway, which is these little teeny orange berries, right? They're like see-through almost, and they have a very unique flavor to them, and they're extremely rare in Norway. And I've never even heard of them where I grew up in America. So, but that was the starting point. So here I was walking across the high mountains in central Norway around Hemsedal, which is a major ski area and also is fantastic area for finding this gold, this uh, treasure in the mountains, which are cloudberries, or they call multa here in Norway. And the thing was, is I was looking for these difficult to find cloudberries and they're difficult for a couple of reasons. The thing is, is you're not sure where to find them. So as you're going through forests or, or rocky peaks, you simply aren't going to see any of them located in those locations. Because the thing is, is that in order to find them, you need to be looking in the right areas a little similar to your readers. You need to know where exactly you're looking when you're going to find them. So the thing was, we were walking across some swamps in the high mountains. Now you would imagine this could be difficult because the water is melting from the snow downwards and creating this water that's sitting there. And in the midst of these swamps, suddenly these magical little orange berries show up. And the thing is, we finally saw them. Finally, we saw some orange off of the main path that we were looking. You have to sort of look closely because Norwegians will pick these as much as humanly possible. They're the most expensive of all berries. And if you, you know, they're even protected on your land. Most other things are like blueberries or raspberries. You, people can just come by and pick them, but not on the not these particular ones and people who know where to get them they keep this hidden it's a secret where they will keep these things hidden so nobody else is able to find them but when you're walking around the open mountain ranges from time to time you will in fact see them and so off the path in difficult to walk terrains and even in the middle of these swamps set in the in only certain seasons of the year like fall autumn or sometimes i think summer and spring but see they're so rare i can't even fully remember which months the cloudberries come out. But the thing is, is that only then and there in the right conditions are you going to be able to find these elusive cloudberries. And that was what we found that day. We put them in a bag and then you take them home and you make some cream, which you mix up, 
uh, whipping cream, and then you put the berries in it, creating this thing called moulte creme, which is like this uh, combination of the two, right? It's very delicious. Some people don't like them, but it's just so rare these, these berries are that it makes their taste, they taste all that much better because of the price associated with them. And it's even better when you manage to find them on your trips. So that's something that uh, I find very interesting within Norwegian nature and something I've never seen in America or anywhere else in the world that we've been. I'd be interested, let me know if you've seen these cloudberries. But the thing is, if you aren't looking in the right places, you're never going to find the berries because if you're in a swamp, but it's not on the mountains, they're not there. And if you're on the mountains without a swamp, you're not going to find them because they require exactly perfect conditions in order to grow. So. What does that have to do with the main topic? Three ways to find more readers. The answer is we need to find these readers and these are not any average reader. They're specific readers who are looking for what exactly you're writing on. The first thing is where are they? You need to know where exactly are they? Well, the answer is they're gonna be hanging out in forums where people talk about what you're writing on. So if you're writing on puppy training, my favorite theme, then maybe areas where people have puppies are going to be very interested. And I need to tell you, be careful here that you don't just spam these people with links from your book. Rather engage them, but make it clear on your profile that you have written books on this. You can also even cite aspects of your book, give away little paragraphs and things like that, or small PDFs and say, here's a here's a PDF, you know, document that I found I wrote that sort of summarizes how to do puppy training, for example. And so we're able to start connecting with people this way, giving them free uh, little things away, lead magnets, they call them, in order to get them on an email list, and then we're able to tell them more about our background in puppy training. For example, if we're dealing with the nonfiction. Now, if you're dealing with the fiction, that brings us to number two. We wanna go where the audience and your main competitors are hanging out. So for example, if you're writing horror books, well, maybe some st like Stephen King style horror books. Well, maybe Stephen King readers are gonna be enthusiastic to read your books as well. So going in those very areas where like Stephen King readers are hanging out and sharing samples from your book and engaging them about Stephen King will be able to pull people into your ecosystem where you can start selling books to them as well. And it's not really, you're not trying to be spammy. We're trying to be human. We're connecting people at a personal level. And we're just simply saying, look, if you enjoyed this, you may enjoy some of the stuff that I'm writing as well. And this is something that so many people are very shy to do, but how else are you going to get your books selling if you aren't building an audience? The second thing is running ads using your competitors' names in the keywords. I know with Amazon, this is a very popular one. Now with Google, I saw they restricted my ability to do some of this on Google ads, but with Amazon, you can use your competitors they can sometimes be very great, great keywords. Somebody's looking for Stephen King and up comes your books because they're using the exact same sort of horror or whatever it might be, if it's sci-fi or, you know, like Dune is getting popular again. Uh, and so if you wrote a book that was uh, similar to Dune, for example, right, with sci-fi, then maybe you would use the author of Dune, right? Does that make sense? And so what we're doing is we're trying to find the audiences where they are. So you can use ads to do it and you can also use all of the different social media like TikTok or YouTube. Maybe your your ideal audience is hanging out there. But I, this is one of the reasons though I really wanna hit this point is because of the secret answer of today. And that is where you shouldn't do it. You should not spam other authors. 
far too often if you go to Facebook groups where other authors hang out and start spamming them, well, what good is that going to do? They are not your target audience unless you're writing to authors. For example, I do write some stuff for authors, and so of course my stuff would be relevant. But then again, people who are looking you know, along the same lines, if, you, if uh, somebody's writing a book on puppy training and another person's writing uh, romance novels, why would you post your books in there? It's not going to increase your sales. It's just going to frustrate people and kill these groups, as opposed to when you're with authors, you want to share the tricks and tips that you're doing, just like I'm doing on this very channel with over 320 or 350 videos that I've put out in order to help authors and writers get their books onto the market and get selling. And in this video, we're looking at the selling aspect of it. And the thing is, is that we want to increase our sales with whatever means are necessary. But as we find these people, we're going to pull them into our blogs, our podcasts, and our videos. And that's the content marketing. That's one of the reasons I sell my content marketing course below in the description and also do additional coaching in combination with it to ensure that we get those results that you're looking for as you're going to be building an audience. So that's another thing you're definitely going to want to take into consideration when you're first getting started. And even if you're in the more advanced levels, it's never too or too late to start building an audience and doing it through content marketing, which is by far the cheapest and best return on investment. It just takes a long time. And in the meantime, you're also going to be running ads against your books. So there's lots of options available to us in order for us to find these new readers. But my question for you today is, where are your ideal readers hanging out? Have you found them? Have you dialogued with them? Have you figured out where they're at? If you have, I want to know below in the comments, where exactly are your ideal readers hanging out? Have you gone into the Facebook forums and other places where people would be interested in hearing or reading possibly your books? And so you're interacting with your own readers. Let me know because I really need to know if this video is helpful to you and also how exactly uh, you found ways of interacting and reaching your readers. So thanks a lot and check out above me here for more video answers for your self-publishing questions. Thanks.